Hi, I'm Nina Ellison, your host for this educational podcast, seeking deeper insights into healthy leadership through exploration of personal growth and the value of the soft skills of leadership. You can find me at www.healthyleadership.online. This past week, I spoke to a group of clinicians on the idea of sustainability during times of crisis. The focus was on the concept of staying the course. It becomes more and more evident that to stay the course, to become a sustainable, healthy leader, personal and professional growth need to be pursued. Both are needed to compound the consistent delivery of excellence during times of unprecedented change and and perhaps chaos. In the research completed by Dr. Chris Robichek, this four-week series is reviewing the four essential skills validated through research into personal growth. And it could almost go without saying, but, but I just have to call it out, that pursuing personal growth has a profound impact on your success as a professional and your success as a leader. The past two weeks, we have considered readiness for change and planning. The third skill validated for personal growth is the skill, the skill (laughs) of using resources. I mean, we've all got lots of resources, but are we using them with skill? And then next week, we'll close out this series with a look at intentionality and its role in personal growth. According to the research by Dr. Robichek, this idea of using resources includes two things, actively seeking out things or people to help you grow as a person. And secondly, using resources includes anything that one uses to grow that is not already within yourself. Three statements that are used by the researchers for the skill of using resources are, I ask for help when I try to change myself. I use resources when I try to grow, and I actively seek out help when I try to change myself. Global thought leader, extreme skiing champion, and medical doctor from New Zealand, Sam Hazeldine is a leading advocate for connecting doctors around the world in order that they might develop more fulfilling relationships and avoid burnout. This strategic connection stimulates higher thinking greater self-awareness, and a new call to action for living exceptional lives, inspiring some of the world's best doctors to become even better. This level of intentional relationship building is supported by the 30-year work of Harvard psychologist Dr. David McClelland, whose research demonstrated that 95% of our success is determined by those we connect with. How about you? Who are the people that you would identify in your reference group? As you consider identifying your reference group, be aware that many partnerships are still chosen based on proximity, you know, the people right around you every day, rather than an intentional strategy to discover partners around the globe who will challenge and advance not only your personal growth and development, but your focus on the contributions that you will make in your professional life. In this day of virtual connectivity, proximity is is no longer essential in identifying who your reference group are. In fact, intentionality far outweighs proximity in the value gained as you consider those who can serve as resources to you, and perhaps you in turn serve as resources to them. 
Here's a quick exercise to demonstrate this point. Take a few minutes and write down the names of 10 people you deliberately spend most of your time with. You intentionally spend most of your time with. Put a check mark next to their name if they, if they bring diverse ideas into your life. If you've recently had a conversation where they've challenged you with a profound point of view. If they are mentors whose work inspires you through their books and through their teaching. Or if they're people that you would like to become more like. In this simple demonstration, take the total number of people with a check by their name, divide it by 10, and then multiply by 95. If all 10 of your reference group are those who influence your mindset and actions in a positive way, then you're optimizing Dr. McClellan's work of the influence of reference groups on your success. If 8 out of the 10 of your reference groups are influencing you positively, then you're taking advantage of about 76% of the potential value added in having a reference group, leaving 19% on the table. If only 5 of the 10 in your reference group are influencing you positively, then you're leaving over 50% of your success potential untapped through the relationships that you build. While building meaningful relationships may not seem complicated, one essential element must be present for a reference group to have long-term influence on you. The cohesiveness needed cannot and will not happen without trust. A question to ask yourself as you go back to the list of those in your reference group is, do I trust you? And do you trust me? So research has demonstrated that the use of resources is critical in personal growth. And this is important not only in who you reach out to, and if you think back to the people who've had a significance on your life, you may not even recall specific things they said, but you can recall their presence, their support, and perhaps things that happened in your life as a result of their influence in in being a part of your inner circle. So, So that's the who, but there's a second aspect to this growth through the use of resources, and it's the what. What you read and you learn from is, is just as critical. Ten years ago, the British medical journal, The Lancet, retracted a 1998 study suggesting a link between autism and the childhood vaccination with measles, mumps, and rubella, MMR. (laughs) Retractions from this journal total somewhere between 10 to 15 studies in its 186-year history, as there were those within the study who acted dishonestly and irresponsibly in conducting their research. Not long ago, I was chatting with an adult and the topic of the flu vaccine came up. Oh, came the reply, I don't take vaccines because I don't want to get autism. Despite the fact that this study involved only 12 patients, pediatric patients, (laughs) and has been retracted, it continues to have a huge and, and sometimes completely erroneous impact, influencing vaccination rates across the UK, Europe, and parts of the U.S., Are you as overwhelmed as I am with the the volume of information overload pushing me to consider what exactly do I want in my brain? I mean, how can I grow personally by testing the resources that I use? Jane Mandalios published a tool that can help you. It's called Radar. It was published in 2013. And while it was designed for students doing research, I believe it applies to lifelong learners who are seeking to test the resources that they are considering in using. The R is relevant as you seek to grow through reading and research of what others know that you don't know 
is there a logical connection to what you're seeking to learn? Is it relevant to you? The A stands for authority. Have you verified and tested the source of the information before determining how accurate the content is? The D stands for date, and this can be very important. If you're looking for time-tested principles and the content you are looking at was written last week, you need to look further. (laughs) If you're looking for the latest information, how far back are you willing to go in using the resources you're looking at? A stands for appearance. What clues do you get from the appearance of this source? How well is it written? Does it appear that the author is seeking to be authentic or funny or sarcastic? Is it written to sell something? And then the R, the reason for writing. Taking the time to understand who the author is and what their perspective is, what their influence is, what their lives stand for, will help you to filter their written words. Can you recognize the bias? Can you understand the limitations? Even if there's bias and limitations, this can still be valuable information. It's just good for you to understand the reason for the writing. This week, consider how you as a leader use your resources, the who and the what, to advance your growth. We all know that when we are growing, we are healthier. And the good news is that everyone wins with a healthy leader. 